It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. We are streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980, and it is time in all of those places because, well, it's the same show everywhere. For not my beat. Today's top story from the perspective of someone who's there. You are looking live. This just in. Not my beat. Today, we go to Detroit, where they are preparing for their second straight home playoff game, which is awesome, and we're excited about for the city of Detroit. However, we are, if we're being honest, with Lions senior writer Tim Twentyman, more interested in their offensive coordinator, who was interviewing tonight via Zoom for the commander's head coaching job. Tim, welcome back to the show, man. Thanks for your time on a, on a busy Friday. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. So uh, I guess the, the first place we should start is this. Why is Ben Johnson everyone's favorite head coach candidate? Well, I mean, just look at the job he's done with Detroit's offense the last two years, and, and specifically the job he, he's done with, with Jared Goff. You know, I give uh, Ben a lot of credit. You know, when he was named the offensive coordinator before last season, you know, he could have said, look, this is what I do. These are my principles. This is my offense. These are my concepts. And, you know, everybody fit in. But that's not what he did. He invited Jared Goff in, and those two sat down and said, all right, Jared, let, let's look at things that you do well. What do you like? What don't you like? Now, obviously, Ben's got some principles. He's going to you know, just want to be a part of his offense, but um, they built that thing around what the quarterback does well, and I think that's, um, you know, that was a recipe for success. It, it allowed Jared to take ownership of the offense. He's obviously very comfortable in it. You look at his performance the last two years, Pro Bowl caliber um, you know, level at quarterback. And you look at this offense and they rank the top five in every major statistical category on offense. So, um, look, they're versatile. They can run the ball. They can throw it. Um, you stop one, it, it doesn't phase them. Um, he's very creative. He sets plays up. Um, and I think it's just uh, the last two years, um, he has shown that he's one of the, the, the brightest young minds in the NFL in terms of uh, offensive football. That sums it up. All right. Thanks, Tim. That's all. I mean, it really is, though. Like, that, that is just what you, you see if you watch the tape. Um, everything you hear about him is great. Um, and I want to get to kind of who he is behind the scenes in a second. But let's double-click on the golf relationship because I think that's the one that makes him so intriguing to so many Commanders fans is that we assume that whoever they get at quarterback will not be Patrick Mahomes, uh, former Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type, even Joe Burrow, you know, your top guy who could kind of play for anyone. It's going to be more on the golf level where you get someone who's probably pretty talented at the number two pick in the draft, but is going to need the right coach to develop them. So what has that relationship been like? Because we've seen golf absolutely flourish there in Detroit. Yeah, it, 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 it's been a terrific relationship. I mean, you just ask Goff, and, and he couldn't say more glowing things about um, Ben Johnson. Um, and again, you know, I think if you're Washington, and if that's where it ends up, um, you know, you get a young quarterback, it's just what I said about what he did with golf. He's going to sit down, and they're going to go over the tape, and they're going to look at exactly what he does well, what he doesn't do well. And he's going to tailor an offense um, to, to, to make sure that he gets the most out of that quarterback position. We all know that's the most important position in football. You can't win without having one, and you can't, have, you can't win without having one that's playing well. And I think just Ben's track record, um, even when he was a, a, you know assistant coach, is it, just getting the best out of 
um, the guys in his room. And, um, you know, Jared loves him. Jared can't say enough great things about him. They have a terrific relationship. It's like they can finish each other's sentences. Um, They speak the same language in terms of the offense, how they see the game, what they're seeing on tape. And it's been a terrific relationship that's really benefited both guys and obviously the Detroit Lions. Yeah, uh, without a doubt, Tim Twentyman is with us, senior writer for the Lions, uh, preparing for the playoff game this weekend, which we will talk about in just a second. But I wanted to pick his brain on Ben Johnson on the day that Johnson has his virtual interview with the commanders. Um, You also mentioned there's kind of some principles that, no, like, no, these are my things. What, What are the things that Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, offensive mind, believes in that will carry him or carry with him no matter where he goes? Yeah, versatility for one. I mean, you just go back to the week six game against Tampa Bay, this matchup that we're going to see um, on Sunday at Ford Field. That happened in Tampa. And, and look, Tampa um, does a great job with run defense. They're one of the top run defensive teams in the in, um, in, in the NFL. And those Lions didn't have Jameer Gibbs for that game. David Montgomery got hurt after six carries in the second quarter. And the run game really just wasn't you know going like, like maybe Ben would want. And so what do they do? They put it in Jared Goff's hands and throws for 353 yards, two touchdowns, and they went it that way. And I think that's the, the thing that you love about Ben is if you take one thing away, um, you know, he, 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 he that's not going to be just the one thing that he set up, that, that that's the go-to. I think the, the fact that the Lions are top five in passing and top five in rushing, they can hit you both ways. Look, they can run inside, they can run outside. There's really nothing they can't do offensively. And that's what you have to love about Ben. That's how he's going to set it up is you know, he's always going to have a, a counter to your punch. And, and um, you know, that's, that's huge uh, when you're talking game plans and matchups for, you know, a weekly contest. In terms of kind of how the roster is set up and the way they play, I mean, one thing that I love about what Detroit has done is, like, it starts with, if you let us, we will run the football through your face. And then if you mm-hmm. are silly enough to, to actually – dedicate too many resources to that that's when we're going to hit you with the pass game and you know he takes advantage of every blade of grass i mean i do a podcast uh with logan paulson who played for kyle shanahan and and logan watches the tape and just can't believe that ben didn't coach under kyle because of how similar the the thought processes (laughs) seem to be um which is a hundred percent a compliment to ben johnson um but also i would i would ask because he is an oc that came in under dan campbell who's an offensive-minded head coach like how much of that running the football and kind of toughness mentality that they bring and that grit to use the word that is the the catchphrase up there is something that you can draw back to Johnson versus Campbell and, and even Brad Holmes, the GM who's also done a phenomenal job in rebuilding this Lions team. Yeah, you know, it's very much Campbell's offense, too. You have to remember he was in New Orleans under Sean Payton for five years as the assistant head coach before he came to Detroit. So but they played pretty good football there for, for a long stretch in sure. New Orleans, too. And with Alvin Kamara, it was kind of that same thing, right? They were able to run at you. But if you, you know, focus, if you put six in the box, you know, seven in the box, then um, Drew Brees and, and those wide receivers and would pick you apart. It's very much this, this, the same thing here. But, um, look, Dan Campbell was the play caller. Um, when Ben Johnson was the pass game coordinator. So, you know, they obviously worked very closely together. Um, but, but Ben has always talked about, too, um, you know, running the football is really key to him. You know, I think 
what he's able to do in the the outside zone, the inside stuff, and then with play action. I think that's really when when the Detroit Lions are able to run the football early, and now you put the play action stuff and some of the concepts and route trees that he's put together, some of the trick plays, the flea flicker that they've used a, a ton here. I think if you get the run going, that that's what Ben wants to do, and I think if, if you're able to do that, it opens up his entire playbook, and that's how they want to operate. So, you know, look, it, it certainly – you know, Dan with the toughness and, and running the football, that's what he's about. And that's how they built this offense to, to kind of uh, mirror that. But it's also very much a part of Ben's philosophy and principles as well, too. I think it's probably music to a lot of Commanders fans' ears because the whole appeal of this job is it's a blank slate. So understanding how someone's going to build it uh, is obviously pretty important to us down here in D.C. Obviously, the most important thing for you guys, though, in Detroit is Tim Twentyman, uh, the senior writer for the Lions, is with us. Uh, this weekend is this playoff game against the Buccaneers. Um, as you mentioned, they matched up already once this year. Uh, it was kind of a different game for the Lions, going super pass-heavy. How do you think uh, they, they approach it this weekend in terms of anticipating what adjustments Tampa will try to make to make the result different this time around? Yeah, at home, I think they're going to want to establish a run a little bit more than they were able to there. They're going to have Jameer Gibbs, like you talked about. He wasn't available because of a hamstring injury that first time around. They have a healthy David Montgomery. You know, that's, you know, arguably the best running back duel in the league right now, running behind arguably a top three offensive line. So that's where everything starts. I think that's what they'll want to do. I'm sure Tampa Bay will come in and, and, um, you know, try to stop that um, like they did pretty successfully um, in week six. Um, but just having your horses back, I think that's advantage lines. Obviously on the fast track at home in that kind of environment, I think is going to be great for them too. And, you know, one other storyline in this game too is, you know, not having Jameer, um, you know, losing Montgomery early, but they also didn't have their left guard, Jonah Jackson. Uh, Brian Branch, their terrific nickel cornerback, didn't play in the first game. C.J. Gardner-Johnson was hurt, didn't play in the first game. So the Lions are getting a lot of reinforcements back that they didn't have in that week six six uh, game that they won 20-6 to six and, and played really well. Yeah, and last thing for you, Tim. You know, obviously this Lions team in Detroit is a city. They hadn't had a home playoff game in forever. Uh, that's well documented. Now all of a sudden, because the Cowboys lose, you got two in a row and you're facing – uh, you know, one of the, the lower seeds in the playoffs here is, is the six seed Tampa or sorry, not the six seed, but, you know, Tampa's coming Four, to town as, yeah. as a as a, you know, record wise, they would have been a lot lower if they weren't the yeah, NFC right. South divisional champion. So, uh, you know, a, a lower seeded team that the expectations aren't super high for. I'll put it that way. Um, what is the expectation now in Detroit? Like if they win, what does it mean? And if it does go sideways this weekend, like. Is this all of a sudden not a successful season, or will this team has this team already secured being looked back fondly, no matter what happens from here? Yeah, to me, after coming off nine and eight last year, where they finished eight and two, and and it really came down to the last day, decide if they were going to be in the playoffs or not. I think the goal all the way back in the spring, and I think the goal for everyone involved was win the division, win the NFC North, and you know get a home playoff game and then win a playoff game. And I think if, if they did that, um, then it was successful. Um, now, you know, obviously you've got, you know, bigger goals ahead and everybody's going to be a Green Bay Packer fan on Saturday because if they end up beating uh, San Francisco, now you get the Packers at home in the NFC Championship game. And I can't even begin to imagine what that atmosphere would be like in Detroit if, if that was the case. But look, yeah, I, I think it's a successful season. Even if they lose this week, it'll obviously be very disappointing because you, you feel like you could have went farther. But um, this is a young team, the fourth youngest team in the league to be at this point. So, you know, the, you look at all their stars, all their core guys, first, second, third year guys. Um, so I think they've established something that they can, uh, 
uh, continue going, you know, for, for, for the foreseeable future. And you've got to love that if you're a Detroit Lions fan. But it's a successful season. There'd be disappointment. Certainly you want more because I think it's right there uh, in the grass for them. No doubt. Um, very much looking forward to this game this weekend. Very much hoping uh, that whether it's that home game against the Packers or a trip to San Francisco, that there's at least one more game for the Lions uh, this year. Such a fun team to watch. Tim, thanks so much for joining us uh, during a busy time for you and uh, wishing everybody in Detroit the best this weekend. Yeah, sounds good. Enjoy the games this weekend. All right, that is Tim Twentyman, everybody. Senior writer for the Detroit Lions. You can read his work at Lions. Dot com. A lot of insight on Ben Johnson, a lot of insight on the game. We'll pick the games and break them all down starting at 5.30. We're with you till 6.15 tonight. Then Georgetown Hoops here on the team, 9.80. Uh, more reaction to what Tim said about Ben Johnson next, uh, including a call or two if we want to sneak one of those in 301-230-0980. On a football Friday presented Buy your local Honda dealer experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer.